Welcome to the Further Light Podcast, presented by Wisconsin Freemasonry, helping you accomplish your Masonic goals through education and more light. And now, I present to you, Brother Chris Ludke. Listeners, scholars, brothers, this is Brother Chris Lidke, and today I want to explore the Holy Saints John. Well, to be more accurate, this is part of the Summer Short series, and what I'm doing is looking at an article written for the Masonic Study Series, Volume 1, Issue 4, December of 2020, uh, sorry, 2015, entitled The Holy Saints John by Most Worshipful Brother David Ritchie. So, let's look at the Holy Saints John. Lodges were anciently dedicated to King Solomon, who is said to have been our first most excellent Grand Master. But Masons in modern times dedicate theirs to St. John the Baptist and St. John the Evangelist, who are said to be two eminent Christian patrons of Masonry. And since their time, there is or ought to be represented in every regular and well-governed lodge a certain point within a circle. The point representing an individual brother, the circle, the boundary of his duty, beyond which he is never to suffer his passions or prejudices to betray him. The circle is bordered by two perpendicular parallel lines, representing St. John the Evangelist and St. John the Baptist. In passing around the circle, we necessarily touch upon both lines and Holy Scripture, and while a mason keeps himself thus circumscribed, it is impossible for him to materially err. The patron saint of operative stonemasonry is Reinhold, and the patron saint of carpentry and building is Peter. Which makes it very odd that we're dealing with the Holy Saints John, but I continue. In ancient times, buildings were consecrated to God and dedicated to an idea, a virtue, or a person who embodied that idea or virtue. If a building had a sacred purpose, then it was consecrated to God and dedicated as stated before. If it was not for sacred use, then it was usually just dedicated. Masonic temples are seen as sacred places among the crafts, so are both dedicated and consecrated. A temple is a dwelling place of a deity. Solomon's temple was consecrated by God himself when a cloud entered and engulfed the temple in both cloud and lightning. Solomon then dedicated the courtyard before the temple and the temple itself with prayer, oil, cleansing, horns of brass, and a sacrifice of 22,000 bulls and 120,000 sheep. Enough background. Why the Holy Saints John? Why John the Baptist and John the Evangelist? Well, simple answer, because of the values they upheld and personified. John the Baptist was an extremely moral and righteous person. His zealotry for morality was what made him famous in his own time. Quote, The Jewish people and other cultures of the time had ceremonies of ritual washing, so his baptizing was not what made him well known. Here was a man who held himself to the highest standards, standards he was unwilling to compromise. John the Baptist spoke out in public against any lack of morals in society and even condemned the king publicly for his lack of morals. Later, he would condemn, condemn excuse me, both the king and queen to their face for their lack of morality. For calling out the king and queen, John was imprisoned. He was given the chance to recant his accusations, knowing that his death would be certain should he refuse. 
John the Baptist preferred death than compromise his morals, his virtues, not unlike a certain widow's son. John the Evangelist dedicated his life to charity and brotherly love. He spoke and wrote about caring for the widow and orphan, brotherly love and charity. The traditions surrounding John the Evangelist are all ones of giving to the less fortunate and forgiving and upholding others. Therefore, our lodges are dedicated to virtue and brotherly love slash charity. Masonically, these men represent two extremes of our nature. John the Baptist represents our desire for a correct, moral, and upright walk. The common gavel, square, and plum. John the Evangelist represents our desire for brotherly love and to be of service to our fellows, the 24-inch gauge and the trowel, both men zealots for their passions. In our lectures, we talk about a point within a circle bounded by two parallel lines representing these two men. This lecture uses these two men because of their passions. As Masons, we should touch upon morality and we should touch upon charity. It is easy to become overzealous about either. The circle represents the due bounds in which we should attempt to live, warning us to emulate the virtues of both, but to guard against the zealous nature of each. The holy writings serving as a guide for employing both in due measure. Written by most worshipful brother David Ritchie. And in this piece, he's looking at an idea that we've looked at in the past with the circumpunct, the idea of balance, that one can become too moral, too desirous of correcting society and those around him, or could become too charitable and thus hold no standard for anyone around them, which does a disservice to the people around them. There's always a balance between the two, and we've all seen people on either side who are too moralistic or too lenient, too compassionate versus too strict. And that balance is key to life, but also to masonry. Thank you for joining me, Brother Chris Lidke, and the entire Further Light team on your quest to find more light through masonry. Are you interested in learning more about Freemasonry in Wisconsin? Visit wisconsinmasons.org to learn more about masonry and access further educational content and more light. Once again, that address is wimasons.org. Any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email us at education at wisconsinmasons.org. And thank you for listening.